When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 25. She looks red hot. Kaylee, she turns in the lead. This has been one of the great swims of the championship so far. Curves it on her right. She's got the gold medal. Does she have the world record? Kaylee's into the line and she will win another gold for Australia and she is the undisputed backstroke champion of the world. Chalmers has come in. Chalmers is really flying now. And he's the going to be Italians looking at take them. over. Chalmers is there. It's all on this turn. Chalmers will come up here in lane two. Chalmers is fighting hard. It's going tightening. to be a great finish. Yes. Chalmers. Yes. yes. Oh, it's a dead it heat. <laughs> it's a dead heat and the world record has been equal. That is the swim championships for Chalmers. He had over a body length to make up. That is breathtaking. It's a big call because he had a great meet, Cole Chalmers. Seven medals overall, including three gold. Kaylee McEwen as well. Uh, five medals, including uh, three gold medals. Uh, Rob Woodhouse joins us. We didn't Give this the justice it deserved uh, yesterday because there was so much going on, particularly with all the dramas uh, in the A-League. Uh, thanks again for your time, Rob. Uh, good morning, Jules. Yeah, busy day yesterday, wasn't it? <laughs> it was a busy day. Uh, a lot of negative stuff uh, going around. But for the Australians, this was a this was a great meet. 13 gold medals overall, which is our best Hall of the World short course championships. Yeah, pretty successful. I think that uh, Rowan Taylor, the head coach and head of the high performance team, will be really happy with that. Um, putting it in context, of course, uh, having the meet at home always helps. Um, it's, a, it's probably the biggest team we've ever sent to World Short Horse Championships. There's a few more events now because they've added some uh, a couple of extra relays as well. But uh, still, even taking all those things into account, a, a highly successful meet. And, and, and not just from some of our bigger names, uh, Carl Chalmers, Emma McKeon, Kelly McEwen, but also some, uh, some great up-and-comers as well. So that all was well for uh, the Paris Olympics in 2024. Yeah, I guess Lani Pallister is probably the one outside of the the big names that you mentioned there, she won the 400, the 800, the 1500, won another gold uh, in a relay as well. Is she the next big big thing or the fact is in the future she's going to be fighting it out, well, hopefully, uh, against Ariane Titmus in a lot of those events? Yeah, and it's uh, her events. Uh, look, she was fantastic. Um, those three golds you mentioned and a gold in the relay, 4 by 200 relay as well. So real breakthrough performance, Solani Pallister. Um, yeah, she will be fighting it out with uh, Ariane Tipmas. But you look on the global stage, probably the greatest female swimmer of all time, Kathy Ledecky, yep. the American, is still around and still strong. Uh, she's going to be up there. There's also a young Canadian. Uh, we saw her at the Commonwealth Games called Summer McIntosh, just 15 years of age. And she's really strong in, uh, in uh, a couple of those events too, particularly 
the 400 freestyle. So I actually think it's early days, still being 18, 19 months away from the Olympics. But uh, that women's 400 freestyle is shaping up in uh, in Paris to be one of the great uh, swims of all time between those four ladies. Can you take us back to Friday night, Rob, and the, the, the drama in the 50-metre backstroke final with Isaac Cooper? Just Just take us through... What happened there for those that didn't see? And I must say, uh, full credit uh, to the man, uh, Ryan Murphy, that ended up winning the gold. His his sportsmanship uh, afterwards was to be commended. But just take us through all the drama surrounding Isaac Cooper. Yeah, pretty devastating uh, on the face of it for Isaac. He, he qualified fastest into that semi-final, so uh, had, would have had 24 hours of think time, which is always hard. Um, in terms of building pressure and so forth. And uh, he came out uh, for that final, uh, raring to go. Uh, The gun went off. Uh, All eight competitors, it seems, heard... Um, the, the, not a gun, it was a hooter, uh, heard, a, heard a double sort of uh, sound. Um, the ones on the outside lane stopped and those in the middle kept going. And they admitted afterwards they only kept going because they didn't never had this situation before. So they weren't sure, but they kept going. They were flat out. Uh, as it turned out, Isaac won that race, um, broke the world junior record. He's only 18 years of age. Uh, but the race had to be re-swum, because, um, which was fair enough, uh, given that four, four of the competitors had stopped and all of them had heard the double hooter so he had no choice had to re-swim it uh, he wasn't able to match that uh, first time uh, if he had he would have won the gold medal um, a second time around but he had to settle for second and uh, look still a fantastic performance and I think um, the disappointment on the night will be uh, will be covered by the fact he swam so well not just in the 50 but the 100 and that's really really good for Australia's backstroking stocks and um, and all as well for him for uh, again for Paris in 2024. We're speaking to Rob Woodhouse about the FINA World Short Course Championships that were held in Melbourne last week, finishing on Sunday night. As a former elite swimmer yourself, Rob, how tough mentally would have that been? Uh, You you think you win the race and then you have to go again. How tough would have that have been? Yeah, really tough. And uh, I think there's a few tears shed um, afterwards, maybe on the medal dice as well, but uh, he's pretty upset. Look, he's dealt with some adversity this year. He was uh, removed from the Commonwealth yeah. Games team for uh, for a few issues and so forth. So um, he, he's bounced back in in the strongest way possible from that disappointment and and, and that uh, sort of disciplinary measure. Um, and these performances here showed that he's um, you know he's, he's got serious, he's got professional. So I expect that uh, this is uh, probably another hit for him. But he'll be more than uh, satisfied with how he's performed. And um, I think the toughness of, from all the lessons he's learnt this year are going to stand him in really good stead. So I expect we'll see a lot more of Isaac Cooper in the next couple of years. Speaking of the backstroke, uh, Kaylee McEwen is the queen of the backstroke. There's no doubt about that. Olympic, Commonwealth, World Long Course and World Short Course titles for the same event. And Grant Hackett's the only other Australian to do that. It's a, that's, a, that's a fair old achievement. I guess her only disappointment the other night, she thought she could have gone a bit faster. <laughs> yeah, she she was disappointed she didn't break her own world record. I think she missed about three tenths of a second, and she had to back up after that for the medley relay as well, uh, leading off that too. So she's had a great week, uh, Kaylee. She's had a fantastic year with all of those titles, as you've said uh, in the Olympics, of course, last year. It's so it's so tough to do that, and particularly with everything that uh, the athletes have gone through these last few years with the pandemic and and coming back from that, and so many different competitions. And every single time she stepped up, she's a true champion. We saw that at the Tokyo Olympics 
and uh, uh, every time she's won since. Um, and I expect she'll keep doing that. It's it's really tough competitively that uh, that two in a backstroke as well. Some really good uh, strong Americans coming through. Um, so um, uh, fingers crossed she can keep going. She was also strong in the individual medleys as well, picking up a couple of medals there. So uh, very versatile, Kaylee. And uh, again, big big uh, things expected for her in uh, Paris. A couple of amazing swims from Kyle Chalmers in the relays, anchoring those relays, jumping in the pool, not in first position, at one stage a body length behind. Uh, they were two. Were they sort of the two standout swims from from your point of view of the meet? Yeah, I think they were actually. Um, there's some some pretty strong world records from a couple of overseas competitors as well. But for, for the Australians, I thought Kyle's performance was in the relays, and he also won the, the 100 freestyle, of course, in the individuals. So he backed up there. But he he, he was quoted as saying, you know, "The relays is what it's all about. He gets more satisfaction from them." But particularly that last one, I think um, uh, he dived in. There was no chance at all that uh, Australia was going to win that race. And even with 25 metres to go, I was, I was just looking at it, going, "No, this is this is still a fantastic." performance by the whole team but a great swim I think the fastest relay split ever swum um, and full credit to the others in the race as well the other Australians but uh, Kyle bringing that home and uh, equaling the uh, equaling the Americans and equaling that world record just a, um, a great way to finish a fantastic world championships for him and the Australian team. Did that surprise you Kyle said that about the relays or you know we quite often hear you know golfers for example it's pretty much an individual sport but then they come together for Ryder Cups and President's Cups and they they say they really enjoy that that team format is that is that a similar thought amongst many swimmers that uh, that team aspect of, of, of swimming in a relay is something that that they love yeah, absolutely. And the golf analogy is a good one. I think that team format, um, sit in the Ryder Cup, particularly and with the Europeans and the Americans, um, the, the Aussie swimmers love it and the swimmers from all around the world love getting together for the relays. And, and so often their performances are even better than their individual performances. Having said all of that, uh, I still think that um, the, the, one, the, the, the medals that they crave are those individual gold medals, the, uh, the Olympic titles and so on. And Carl's already got, uh, got one of them, of course, and uh, he's won pretty much on every stage that he possibly can do. So um, it's a bit of a bit of, bit of a mix of both, I think. You know, the golfers like winning the majors, but they love those team events and the, the swimmers love those relays. We've still got plenty of big names in the Australian swimming team and we saw them, you know, a lot of them here. Chalmers, McKeon, McEwan, as you mentioned. Uh, Ariane Titmus didn't swim. But overall, how excited are you about the, the depth of talent in this team as we, we look ahead to the next World Championships and then the Olympics in 24? Yeah, the, the next World Championships in Fukuoka are in July. They're, they're long course, 50-metre pool in uh, end of July next year. So that's the next big event for, for our team, uh, for all the teams. It is exciting. It's, um, it's, it's a good, um, you know, what, what are we, 19 months out from the Olympics. So it's a good sort of measuring point. As you said, Ariane Titmus wasn't there. Zach Subwoody-Cook, the Olympic champion in the tuna breaststroke, wasn't there. But there's some good up-and-comers. You mentioned the big names that uh, all perform well. Uh, Isaac Cooper have mentioned um, the, the two other young standouts for me, Tommy Neal, um, yeah, young freestyle uh, swimmer, middle distance swimmer, 200, 400. He got second in the 400. And Lizzie Deck is uh, a young butterfly from the Gold Coast. She's uh, just, uh, I think, 18 years of age. She got 
third in the Tuna Butterfly. Um, they're, they're, they're two of the uh, quite a strong group of juniors that are coming through now into those senior ranks. And for them to get up on the podium in a world championship shows what they can perform and uh, what they can do uh, when it counts. And uh, they'll keep improving. And together with that experience that we've got, and we've got other athletes like a Kate Campbell who hasn't yep. swum since the Olympics and she's back in training. And if you can mix that experience with the youth, um, you, you're set for a, probably a really good team performance in Paris 2024. How tough is it going to be for Kate to get back into this team, given the, the depth of talent around? <laughs> really tough. Um, I say that with a laugh. I really hope she does, but uh, they will take six in the, in the 100 freestyle just simply for the relay depth that we need. Um, Australia's won that Olympic relay, I think, four times out of the last five Olympics, which is unprecedented. They're going to want to do it again. I think Australia's got seven of the top 12 swimmers in the world in the women's 100 freestyle. So, so hard to get, firstly, an individual berth, but even onto that relay. So, Kate's got a work cut out. She'll be swimming in the 50 freestyle as well. She's very strong in the 50 butterfly as well, and that's uh, that's an event at the World Championships, but not at the Olympics. So I think the freestyle will be her focus, and, um, yeah, let's hope she can get there. And no surprise, Rob, as soon as the championships end, the weather warms up in Melbourne. I'm sure the swimmers are wrapped about that. <laughs> Yes, they are. I think there's a few internationals that have stayed on. I know Adam Peaty has some Great Britain and his team. They're staying on the training on the Gold Coast for about a month. So I, th- I think a few of the teams are staying on for winter training camps. They're, uh, they're in no hurry to get back to uh, the icy uh, European conditions, that's for sure. Well, Rob, uh, thanks for your time over the last couple of weeks. Uh, it was great to catch up with you and uh, great to see the Aussies doing some great things in the pool. Let's hope for more success in 2023. Absolutely. Thanks very much, Jules. Rob Woodhouse, he is a star. It was a great event uh, for the Aussies, as we say. 13 gold medals overall, which is a record hole in the World Short Course World Championships with the Aussies. Uh, after the break, plenty of time to take your calls. one 736 736 on the EFF open line, delivering simple freight solutions. Anything you want to talk about, the cricket, Scotty Boland v Hazelwood, David Warner, even if you want to share, as we said with Doug Boland, just some good memories of David Warner. It is his 100th Test match, which is an amazing achievement for any Aussie cricketer. And we can go back to the theme we were talking about uh, earlier today, off the back of the Thunder being skittled for 15. So that's the humiliating defeat. And then on the other side of the fence, you got what happened to the New England Patriots in the NFL yesterday, pipped at the post. What is worse at, uh, as a sports fan? Now, keep them coming through on the tempers as well. 0433-981116. Consumer's Choice winner, temper mattresses, pillows, and adjustable bases conforms to the exact shape of your body. This is mornings for Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel in stock now. And Cobra Golf win one of five putters on their Instagram.